What's happening? What's happening? What up, though? What's up? How's everybody another, doing today? Another day, another dollar. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How you doing, big bro? Doing good. Doing good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to another episode of ILW Sports. Right, right. Episode 83. It's your boy, Wildcard Mar. Of course, on the other side of the screen, the homie Detroit Mail, the man with the Grand Master Plan for the IOW Network. All right. Um, of course, I am still uh, uh, filming on my own location at the crib. You know, I was, yeah, I was, I was in close contact with my, my little four-year-old. She was the only person in the whole house to test positive for COVID. But damn it, I swear, that damn COVID test I took lied to me. I, I couldn't get a or shit today. But, <laughs> but regardless, I'm here. I'm still here. We're going to talk our shit. We're going to talk some sports for sure. Right. Um, before uh, Mel start acting a damn fool, we're going to go ahead and get all the preliminary shit out of the way. Y'all going over there. <laughs> going we just, you know, just go right into it, huh? <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all going over here to the website, www.i often wonder. 19, nigga, 19. <laughs> www.ioffthewanted19.com is a website. Uh, that's where you can get every last piece of information of every last social media platform that we're associated with with the ILW right. network. Um, of course, the Patreon is on there for um, uh, uh, both that and the ILW network Patreon. You can donate to both. Um, help uh, myself and Detroit Mail offset some of these expenses to create a multimedia conglomerate. And it, it, right. ain't, right. it ain't cheap. So it ain't cheap at all. At all. At all. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and then, of course, uh, you can also cop some of the merch. All right. Um, we, got, we got the merch on there for both the, the uh, IOW Sports Show and the, uh, the I Often Wonder uh, podcast. And, it, and of course, Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, and of course, most importantly, J. Edward collection is up there. Um, cop the merch. Tell me, cop the merch. Um, most importantly, go on over to your respective app stores. If you are a Google Android user, go on over to the Google Play Store, download the IOW Network app. If you are an Apple iOS user, go on over to the Apple Store. And I'm telling you, go get the IOW Network app. Um, a lot of great stuff, a lot of great content on there. Uh, Various podcasts, various music from independent and mainstream artists. So, a lot of stuff on that app. Um, I know man was about to say something foolish as hell. <laughs> and um, be on the lookout for the Bishop Sycamore sweatshirt. Representing, <laughs> represent our represent our favorite high school team, right? Favorite high school team. <laughs> There we go, cop some of the Bishop Sycamore shit. Got the Bishop Sycamore coming out, you know. You want to see a good drubbing. <laughs> Bruh. Bishop Sycamore on the back of say finesse. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna have pictures of the greatest finesses in sports. Right. It's gonna have, it's gonna have uh Kirk Cousins on there. That's Hall of Fame. Yeah, uh, Gordon Haywood on there. Right, right. <laughs> uh, it's going to have a couple other finesses on there that we could think about. Uh, sports right. uh, now, you can add Kevin Love on there. Oh, cause he's, definitely. Yeah, because he's finessing. Um, Tell us, this, yeah, I'm, I'm in a, um, I'm, I'm staying in Cleveland. 
I'm ready for the Olympics. With <laughs> no kind of state. <laughs> hey, 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 homie said I'm staying in Cleveland, bro. Right. He's like, he's like, why would I opt out? <laughs> why would I why why would I agree to a buyout? Why? Right. Huh? Why? Okay, like, right? Yeah, he said I got two years, sixty mil left. Right, I like, I like, I like, I like some Kirk Cousins. <laughs> He's like, why, why, why would I buy out? Like, like, Kirk, showed, Kirk showed the blueprint, nigga. <laughs> it was like, it was like, come love. Are you ready to leave? Leave, leave. <laughs> Wait, like, is it two years, sixty million coming with me? Hey, nigga, it's free money. It ain't going nowhere. <laughs> he said. I don't have to really work out. Right. I just have to show up. <laughs> like I just drink beers and sit on the bench. Tony, you good? Oh, all right, all right, all right. Enough foolishness because this shit's about to get off the rails. Uh, but uh, college football is officially back, y'all. Yeah. Matter of fact, football season is officially back. I mean, we 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 got high school uh, uh, football in full swing. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going into their second week. Um, right, college right. college football had their week zero last week, but now it's week one for everybody else. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Um, you got a couple of games tonight. I, I know, you know, Mel's not a fan of the Ohio State, but they are uh, taking on Minnesota tonight. Um, so that's that's one featured game that is definitely going off. Um, taking uh, that's going to be played today. I, I know there's some Tennessee volunteer fans down right, south. Right. They play today, um, and of course out here in Raleigh, uh, NC State fans they get to see them take on uh, University of Southern Florida today. Oh, okay. um, but some big matchups, big matchups this weekend. Um, uh, you know, a uh, couple of ranked teams that that will be taking on each other. Uh, you got Penn State and Wisconsin on Saturday. Mm. Um, that'll be that'll a good game. game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, your boys in uh, in the maze in uh, in blue. You guys got Western Michigan uh, mm-hmm. on on Saturday. That's the warm up game. Yeah, that's the warm up game. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, of course, Alabama, the Alabama, right? Crimson Tide, um, them and uh, actual big name Miami Hurricanes. Uh, so you got number one versus fourteen. I don't think that's it, it. On paper, looks good. Um, Alabama end up turns um, every game into a blowout. So we'll see how that right. goes. That's um, that's good because first they you know they, they teams like Alabama usually play like <laughs> backyard state. You be like <laughs> backyard. State. <laughs> <laughs> What state is that in? <laughs> well, hold on up, backyard state. Uh. Yeah, picnic, you. You know, like who are these people? Yeah. Picnic, pick a nigga, pick a you. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like for real, man. Back in the days, they open up against, against teams, nobody. You yeah. know, you never heard of. You like yeah. Buffalo Tech, nigga. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for real. You'd be like, I ain't like, watching that. <laughs> Alabama um, beat them 72 nothing. They supposed to. They supposed to. Right. Like, they played, look, that team showed up for a check. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they, might well play, they might as well play Bishop Sycamore. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, we about to go down to Tuscaloosa and get this, uh, you know, 84 point ass whooping. But right. we're going to walk away with a million dollars, though. We don't get this check. <laughs> 
though. <laughs> yeah, we just checked though. Um, so you got Alabama and Miami. Miami's a, a program has kind of been up and down the last few years, of course. Right. Um, you know, you go back to the eighties, one of the uh, most predominant uh, college football programs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, early two thousands, they were very prominent, very, uh, you know, uh, one of the leading programs in in, right. in right. Um, college football. Kind of have. Uh, up some few up and down years had a couple uh you know um teammates killing each other on that team too yeah, and, um, yeah well we ain't gonna speak on that, we'll we'll on that. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. Hey, Miami known for raising murderers <laughs> <laughs> ain't that right sugar ray uh, right. allegedly allegedly right right, right. <laughs> Shoot, but no wrong brown <laughs> bruh bruh hey, he killing niggas in cars <laughs> Like them boys in Dade County ain't playing around. They ain't around. County, they play around, nigga. No, nah, they ain't playing they around. They got that murder county. <laughs> <laughs> um, Indiana, uh, up and coming big team, a uh, big right. 10 team. Um, they are ranked 17. They take on number 18, Iowa. So that should be a good matchup as well. That should be a good matchup. Um, you got uh, number 23, University of Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns are 23. Really? Yeah, 23. And then you got, they're taking on the Longhorns of Texas, who are ranked 21. Um, yeah, beat them. Texas ain't hitting on nothing. But you know what? Here's my thing about Texas. Texas is, you know, of course, one of the blue chips of college football. But, right. you know, they've been so up and down. And, you know, they're still going to get good recruits. But when it comes to the team, I'm just like, where'd Texas go? Where'd they go? I don't know, man. They having trouble recruiting, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but, Let's be honest, that move to the big, uh, to the SEC is going to help them tremendously. Uh, it should. It should. It should. It should. Bring back some of the glory days of Mac Brown, hopefully. Right, right. Um, and then, of course, uh, the biggest matchup of this weekend, you got number five, Georgia, taking on number three, Clemson. That should be a good game. Uh, Saturday night at 730. That's going to be a hell of a game. They got some lot of good games starting out. But you know what? I appreciate that they do because mm-hmm. um, because, you know, test test yourself early. Right. Find find out where the, where the, where the bar is at. Find out where your team is at. Right. Um, you know, I, I know you had spring ball. I know you had, you know, pretty much a couple of months of practice amongst yourselves. But when you come out the gate against top teams, that that helps build your season. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And, and you know, uh, especially with, with Clemson and Georgia, especially for, especially for Clemson, you know, right. you're, in, you're in the ACC, uh, a kind of a down conference uh, in football, at least. And, mm-hmm. you know, they've been dominating the ACC for the last few years. Right. And pretty much just been there in the ACC. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you go ahead and knock off one of the top teams in the nation – and a, a fellow top team in the SEC, you know, to to me that, and if you beat them, and then you 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 went out for the rest of the year, you know, that's kind of hard not to put you in to the playoffs. As you know, that that makes your path right. that much easier and clearer to a national championship, in my opinion. Right. So I, I mean, I, I like I, when Georgia's like one of the teams I always kind of liked. You know, <clears throat> you know, it's Michigan, and then like. You know, I wasn't hurt. I still kind of a hurricane fan. You know, I don't, I'm not a Fairweather fan. Yeah. It's just not as good as they used to be. And yeah. then I always like Georgia. So, like, you know, Georgia play, I'll watch them. I usually root for the, the Bulldogs. Yeah. I mean, 
a, a lot of Georgia fans are, you know, listening to Paul Feinbaum, you know, mm-hmm. they're having high expectations and, 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 you know, fair enough. Ever since Kirby Smart left uh, Alabama to be the head coach, mm-hmm. he's been turning around that program. I mean, let's, and, 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 you know, he's kind of picked up where Mark Rick was supposed to take Georgia. Mm-hmm. So uh, Mark Rick had Georgia on the right path, but now, Kirby Smart is taking Georgia. I mean, they were just in a national championship against Alabama a few years ago. Right. Um, you know, uh, Georgia is is one of the, you know, leading teams in the nation. Uh, one of the best teams in the nation when it comes to recruiting, comes to, uh, you know, getting the, the, some of the best players. Right, right. And you so so Georgia has been, you know, on a consistent path. Uh, yeah, lately. yeah. I mean, you know, just Alabama's just been so dominant that it's um, overshadowing all the other teams. Hey, Alabama overshadows a lot of people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> overshadowing a lot of teams, but Georgia's been no, they've been consistent. Mm-hmm. Been mm-hmm. pretty good. I mean, that one one year they played Alabama in the championship. It came down to a final play, <laughs> right? You know, yeah. that was that was actually it was a good game. Oh, it's a great game. Was that was that front was front quarterback in there? Yeah, that was front. Yeah. Front. Yeah. 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 He can't quarterback work for nothing, no. Well, he's a backup in Buffalo. <laughs> yeah. Continue backing up. I watched him play preseason. I was like, oh, my God. What happened? <laughs> for real. Hey, that's why we try to tell people, man, that NFL and SEC or, or NCAA play is two different things. Mm-hmm. Totally different. Two totally yeah. different things. But, uh, uh, look, uh, you know, some big matchups this weekend for sure, um, mm-hmm. you know, College football season is a very long, strenuous season, so a lot can happen with between now and New Year's. So right. <laughs> there's oh, a lot. There's a lot that can happen. How you feeling about your Wolverines, bro? It's usual. You know, <laughs> disappoint. <laughs> no faith. Look, until you do right by me, <laughs> and beat Ohio State. <laughs> Yeah, saying until you beat beat Ohio State, I got nothing to say to you. So is it? So is it beat Ohio State or bust? Is, is, it is that me? I mean, it used to be beat Ohio State, Michigan State, and uh, Notre Dame. They haven't played Notre Dame in a while. You know, they've been up and down against Michigan State, and they've just been losing Ohio State every year. Um, well, I mean, you guys are not ranked this year, and you you actually got a tough schedule. I mean, just your Big Ten schedule on its own mm-hmm. is tough. Uh, right. I mean, looking at it right now, uh, uh, you got at least you know five different ranked teams you got to play. Mel said, "Hardball, baby." <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Mel- uh, Melvin Wall. Appreciate you having uh, the ILW crew on on the Man Down podcast show this past Tuesday. Um, we're definitely down to do it again for sure. Um, right, right. So y'all definitely go check out the Man Down podcast on their YouTube page. Go help those fellas out. Get their subscriptions up. Help that help that algorithm. And then of course help our algorithm on our YouTube page as well. Um, but uh, of course you got Western Michigan uh, this weekend. Then you got. Uh, they should better beat Western Michigan. I mean, they'll beat Western Michigan. I'm just shut down for the season. Damn that that quick that early. You, you can't beat Western Michigan. It's a problem. That early, bro. You can't beat Western Michigan. <laughs> There's a problem. That's supposed to be your warming. That's supposed to be your playing game. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to win that. 
I mean, so so real quick, man, I need you to explain to the audience of what you kind of told me what what goes on in, in the in the University of Michigan and when oh. it's it's not necessarily about the athletics. Well, you know, Michigan is a is what they call a a, a public ivory. So it's a lot of deep pockets in Michigan. A lot of money. University, a lot of money University of Michigan. And so athletics don't really, I ain't gonna say they don't care about athletics, but it's not that big deal to them. They're more about the academics, they're more about the prestige, you know, that kind of thing. And that's part of the reason why they don't get like Notre Dame and Michigan don't get along because Michigan is they uppity, you yeah. know. And so is Notre Dame. <laughs> right. And so you get they butt heads a lot in Notre Dame and Michigan. But that's why you don't see like some of these blue chip. Um, players like you see Alabama stuff like that because Michigan like you know you can't um you can't you can't, uh, grades. You can't be here yeah. you know now I don't know like I said Notre Dame used to be the same way we seen that they've been slacking because I've been seeing um Pookie and them on on the team lately <laughs> you know what I'm saying so I'm like I think Notre Dame, I know nigga I know Pookie ain't passed that CT say come on bro you know what I'm saying so I think Notre Dame put it this way. No, they used to have black people on the team. Now they got niggas. <laughs> <laughs> so, but but here's the thing. I get you want to to have a university, and and look, I'm I'm all for making sure that you graduate your your players. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm all for that because they are student athletes. The student comes first, right. and the athlete comes second, right. But when you come to, uh, you know, schools like Michigan, Notre Dame, high profile universities that, you know, they want the academics and they want the prestige in athletics. So so what what do you do? What where's where's the fine line that that you do? You know what I'm saying? Um, um, How 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 are you going to for for the biggest thing, the recruitment part, Mm. you know? You you know, uh, especially when it comes to football and basketball, they, you know where they're gonna go. They're gonna go to those inner city schools mm-hmm. and, and get those inner city players. But let's be honest, some of those inner city schools, you know, you're not you're not getting academic scholars. Yeah, but, I mean, then there's a nuance to that too. It's not that you don't have smart people in the inner city. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not saying that. And I'm not saying. Of, that. I know, yeah. I know you now. I'm just making okay. that clear, you know, because I'm gonna read Melvin's comment in a minute too, but um. You know, the in the inner city, a lot of times don't have the funding. Mm-hmm. They don't have a lot of. They have they have a lot of disadvantages there. Yeah, they don't have and the resources. They don't have the resources. They don't have all the things they need, and sometimes that is why a lot of these kids get left behind. Mm-hmm. And so that's why the academics is not there, and they lean more towards sports to get themselves out of that situation. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. which is understandable. So I think places like Michigan, places like Notre Dame. Places like they, they say they lean hard on academics. I think what they should do with some of these athletes is be a bridge between what they have lacked in the inner city and, to, and, and bring them into college and teach them. Because some, some of them cats have the, the uh, aptitude. They, mm-hmm. just need to, they just need to know how, how to tap into it. Let me it's ask not, you this. Go ahead. Let me ask you this. Should, should some of these schools kind of uh, on their GPA scale, kind of kind of not just 
for the athletes, but just a school in general, kind of, mm-hmm. you know, put maybe a certain bar, like maybe, I, I don't know, say a, a 2.8 GPA to, to apply there. I don't know what the answer is because I I mean because you know I I didn't think affirmative action was actually like a, a answer mm-hmm. to it you know I understood why they did it yeah but then affirmative action became like everything else and I'm not before we I'm gonna say this I'm trying to get all political on this show but affirmative action is like everything else you know when they put in the right to for women's right to vote it benefited white women more than it benefited black women. Mm. You know, it didn't really benefit the black woman, you know, for the right to vote. But they got the black women to help them to push for that. You I know, mean, and so the same thing with affirmative action. You know, they say it was geared towards helping minorities, but a lot of other people got in under affirmative action that wasn't that it wasn't meant for. Okay. You know, as, as, so in, like, other, as in other cultural, uh, not even culture. So, like, women got in because women is considered, you know, a minority. So, yeah. women got in under that. So, a lot of things, you know, they put these programs in place, but they write, they write such a broad guidelines to it, broad rules to it, that other people get in under it. So, that's why I said, I don't know what the answer would be, but maybe if you have a special athlete. Mm-hmm. And, and and you you can see because they got aptitude tests you can take too, okay. And give them an aptitude test and say, okay, I see here you have the aptitude for this curriculum. Let us work with you to get into the school and kind of do some kind of way where, like, okay, maybe research you and get your uh, academics up. That's fair. That's fair. You know, what I'm saying? something like that. So it's not a help. It's not a handout, but you're still helping them go to you know move towards something. Um, Melvin said, um. I judge colleges by how reluctant they are to have a black quarterback or a black coach representing them. Hmm. Every minority benefit either more or just as much as blacks under affirmative action. Right. Right. You're right. That's what I'm saying. Correct. Uh, I judge colleges by how reluctant they are. Um, look, as much as we harp on NBA, Major League Baseball, NFL mm-hmm. on having a lack of, of of diversity when it comes to coaches and mm-hmm. and ownership, mm-hmm. it's worse in the college. NCAA. Mm-hmm. It's it's way worse in, in in the college world because you're not talking about thirty or thirty two teams. You're right. talking about hundreds. Right. You're talking about hundreds of universities. And, you know, out, of course, outside historically black colleges, which mm-hmm. more than likely are going to have black quarterbacks and black coaches. Right. But take them out the equation. And that's only a, that's really such a small fraction of the amount of universities there are. Mm-hmm. So take them out the equation. We know that they, they're going to represent historically black people. You right. Know? But when it comes to your, your D1 schools, mm-hmm. you know, your big power conferences, mm-hmm. your big universities, they they are reluctant to to go and and get those um, coaches or quarterbacks that represent the people that they recruit. Right, and I think you and if you look at if you look at the black quarterback in the college they went to, either they went to like a state school or they went to a uh, smaller school or they went to a historically black college. I mean, you no, know, Vic went to Virginia Tech. Mm-hmm. Um, Donovan Nam went to uh, Syracuse. Syracuse. Yep. Um, 
who else am I forgetting? A Lamar Jackson went to Louisville, so I guess you, that's kind of a major school. Yeah. You know, but you don't see a lot of, uh, I mean, Denard Robinson was at Michigan, uh, Michigan, but he ended up getting the NFL and becoming a running back. Yeah. A wildcat back, a wildcat type scheme but, thing. But but they was also using him like that in Michigan as well. Yeah. He wasn't really used as a quarterback, a traditional quarterback. Yeah. So, and, and, you know. That's a fair point. But I guess, and I mean, so yeah, some of them do get opportunities, but it's not like it is as NFL, even though the NFL is lacking. So you yeah. think about that from that perspective that as they go to the next level, it shrinks down. The opportunity shrinks. In, I mean, I'm sorry. The they um in the college level is a small little portion of them that gets opportunity, you know. And so I think what we need, what they need to do. It's just judging by the athletic ability, mm-hmm. you know, and stop. I think like we had said on the Man Down show podcast, I mean, when we were talking about the how a lot of them have this typical prototype of what a a quarterback should be. Mm-hmm. And I think it's even greater in college level of that that prototype of what a quarterback should be, you know. Is is it also fair to to go by what kind of offensive scheme that 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 uh, coaches is playing? You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you know, um, and this is and we've had this conversation uh, with Rich Rodriguez, right? When he was when he was running the spread kind of RPO system, you know, a Denard Robson would have been great for that that right. that, that that type of, of offense, and you know, I. Did they wear the same number? I'm not sure they wore the same number, Melvin. Why do I keep getting the number? I'm saying Peppers, Peppers. Uh, you talking about Peppers from Michigan, not Julius Peppers. Oh, no. I don't yeah, uh, what's my man's name? He played because um, one was a linebacker and one was a running back. Oh, he's talking about Jabil Preppers. Yeah, Jabil. Jabil. Peppers. Yeah, he played for Pittsburgh, well, Pittsburgh right? Well, no, he plays for – he's – uh, no, he was with Cleveland, then they traded him to the Giants. Hey, that's what it was. Okay, I couldn't remember. Yeah. But, Jabril, but yeah, Jabril Preppers was his, uh, he primarily paid safety, if I remember mm. correctly. Is it safety? Yeah. Who am I thinking about that they went to Pittsburgh for Michigan? Uh, shit. It's somebody, but anyway, go ahead. I'll I, I look it up. Don't worry about it. But yeah. if, 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 and it kind of goes back to what Mel was saying, if, if, if you can get a, a, a head coach, who can relate to those people and the right. kids that they that they are recruiting and mm-hmm. in, in, in those inner cities, that gives them a, a, at least a chance to be successful. Right. You know what I'm saying? It gives them a chance to to showcase what they can actually do and possibly bring to a franchise in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Like I said, I don't know what the answer is. Um, especially when it comes to the coaching. You, I mean, I can't even. And I might be forgetting. I can't yeah. even think of a black head coach in a while. My man, uh, uh, my man used to coach uh, Mississippi State. Sylvester Scroom. Yeah, him. So, so, uh, Sylvester and, uh, and my man didn't um the did, um Shell go to the college level? Our Shell. Yeah. Uh, if I remember correct, I think uh, uh, Al Davis just. I think he was a coordinator. And yeah, he, uh, he was. Um, okay. Yeah, I think he did. Um, Mel, he did. Yeah, yeah, uh, yes, uh, yes. Jabril Peppers did yeah. return kicks. 
Yeah, yeah he, he did a lot of he was he was versatile. Yeah, he was. He they was used well, him, they well, used him a yeah. lot and lot everywhere. <laughs> I think he played on offense a little bit too. A little bit, a yeah. little bit. Um, but uh, I think uh, the last high-profile black coach I remember in, in college football is uh, Kevin Sumlin. Yeah. When he was at Texas A&M, and then he got fired for Jimbo oh, first year. And, and then, then my man, uh, Charlie Strong. Yeah, Charlie Strong. Or, or, is that his name? Charles? Yeah, he, he, was at, yeah, he was at Louisville, and then mm-hmm. he didn't get a fair shake at Texas. Uh, yeah, the coach's philosophy plays a huge factor, but I'm wondering why USC can have different coaches but keep recruiting the same type of QBs. Uh, I mean, and they don't, and they last, but last 10 years, well, I, yeah, they haven't produced, they quarterbacks have not done anything in the NFL. Matt Liner was garbage. Uh, uh, Carson Palmer yeah. was the best one. Matt Berkeley. Yeah, Barkley. Yeah. Um, some man now that's uh, Sam Donald. Sam Donald, yeah. Um, see, but, 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 I mean, I'll, I'll say this. The jury's still out on Sam Donald, so I give him that. So, so here, here's my thing about Mel's comment right here with the USC quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Now, what happens out in California is they they are big on playing that spread, um, you know, offense, West Coast offense on mm-hmm. the, on on that coast, big right. time. So, mm-hmm. all all your quarterbacks that you see that come out of USC sometimes don't even finish at USC. Like JT Daniels, he right. transferred to Georgia. He's now the starter mm-hmm. at Georgia. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, like you said, uh, Matt Liner, Matt Barkley, right. um, uh, Carson Palmer, they all ran the same, same offense. Right. I agree with yeah, that too, Sincere. Yeah. Uh, I, I see you, Sincere. Shout out Sincere King in the Black Owned Podcast. Y'all go check them out every Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, they are part of the Man Down Podcast Network as well. Um, but, but yeah, it's, it's the same scenario. I mean, mm-hmm. Uh, you're talking about quarterbacks that, or especially with USC, majority of their black athletes are there for, you know, wide receiver, running back, and play defense. And play defense, right. But, you know, it's interesting, too, how USC missed out on Tom Brady, missed out on um, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers because he went to Cal, they California kids. Yeah. You know, and they missed out on them. Now, now think about what they had. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers had was at USC. Boy, he would. It, well, honestly, I say about the same time Aaron Rodgers got drafted in what oh five. Mm. So that was about the same time Matt Liner was there. I think he could have beat out Matt Liner. Yeah, I think he could have beat out Matt Liner easily. You know what I'm saying? Like I mean, uh, imagine Aaron Rodgers on the same squad that that went to that Rose Bowl against Texas, right? With with him. Reggie Bush and uh uh was his uh Lindell White. Yeah, yeah, forgot about him. Yeah, right. You know, that'd have been a hell of a squad. That'd oh, yeah. Been a hell of a squad. Oh yeah. Um so so uh, you know, taking to, race out of it. I mean take, to, to another degree, Marshawn Lynch. He's a California uh, kid. Yeah, straight from he went, Cal, he went to Cal. Yeah. Say <laughs> Tom Brady wasn't good in high school. <laughs> hey, but he goes to Michigan. He actually put up a prolific career, um, and I know you can speak on that more, uh, male than anybody. You know what? No, the best thing happened to him is when um, Drew Henson decided to go play baseball. Yeah, Drew Henson was the quarterback at the time. Didn't they kept going back and forth? 
I think so. They, they know, like, they, I think when Brady was there, they would let Brady come in a little bit and play, and then Drew Henson go back in. But for the most part, Drew Henson was the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Drew Henson decided to go play baseball, and then it kind of worked out. And then Dallas dropped to him, and he didn't do nothing since then. But then Tom oh, yeah. Brady stepped up, and yeah. that was his last. No, that was it. And, and, and the, and the fact, they played Alabama in a bowl game. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Hey, but Alabama won that same Alabama that they are. No, not, not, no. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, I get it. No. Um, but look, college football is here. It's, it's going to be a long season. It's going to be a lot of ups and downs throughout this whole season. And uh, to one of my, my bigger points is when you see teams like Clemson, and mm-hmm. we were kind of discussing about that whole alliance on, on our last show. Right. I think Clemson is doing it the right way. Get a top five team in Georgia early. Mm-hmm. See where you stand. See where you measure up, mm-hmm. and just let the chips fall where they are. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I, I can appreciate that more than doing that that silly alliance shit. I can appreciate that a lot more. The alliance is just. I mean, like I said, my biggest thing is how are they gonna work out when it comes down to getting these other teams into the conference. And I think that's what's gonna really be the telltale sign of this alliance because I ain't gonna lie. If I'm Big Ten, I'm not just looking at the Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the Pac twelve, see who who, who I want to bring over there. I'm gonna look at the ACC, see who I want to bring over there. I said, look, man, you go, we can um get you, you know, some of the Big Ten TV money. You know, Ohio State is always in the championship. <laughs> Boy, Mel going in. <laughs> <laughs> what Mel He going in. <laughs> he said Tom Brady went from straight cheeks to average. Then, then the tuck rule made him a Super Bowl winner. <laughs> he started <laughs> sacrificing kids and turned into the goat vampire. Can't doesn't age. <laughs> <laughs> Taking you're not a fan of Tom Brady. <laughs> I mean, only I'm a fan of him because he went to Michigan. Oh yeah, of course, of course. That's, That's the only reason why. Hey, look, look, you look. I, I'm a Missouri Tigers fan. We're in the SEC, and we've always got a tough time in the SEC. So, uh, right. I'm, I'm not expecting much, but you know, regardless, uh, football's here. It's in full swing. Full um, swing. Uh, but real quick, uh, uh, let's give our thoughts and prayers out to everybody that was affected to Hurricane Ida. Right. Um, um, I haven't seen the casualty numbers. Hopefully, they're real low. Man, you see New York? Yeah, yeah. New York, uh, up, up, upstate got hit pretty hard. They're underwater too. Shoot, Manhattan. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm looking like they got subway flooded. Like, flooded, oh, flooded. But of course, uh, one of the biggest teams that are affected by uh, Hurricane Ida is the New Orleans Saints. Right. Um, um, similar to 2005 after Hurricane Katrina, um, they are again displaced. Um, ridiculous, man. Yeah, uh, so their week one opening game, <laughs> I love that dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that week one matchup with the uh Saints and Packers was, of course, supposed to be played at uh, Mercedes Benz um, Stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, the city of New Orleans is dealing with other things. Um, nobody knows hey, how hey, long they're they gonna be out of power. Yeah, <laughs> play water ball. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, too soon, man. <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, similar to week one, of course, uh, to 2005, they are displaced. Um, 
their week one matchup is going to be played in Jacksonville, Florida. So they'll be at uh, TIAA Bank Field down in Jacksonville where the Jaguars play. Um, So my question is, is how big do you think this will affect the first month of the the New Orleans Saints? It's going to affect, I mean, just like it's kind of like how COVID was, you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? People in the whole world was displaced when COVID happened. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's, it's going to be the same kind of same effect with New Orleans because, yeah, you get to play in Jacksonville, but it's still not your home stadium. Mm-hmm. It's not that same feeling. You still don't have that same. And then you really, the, your fans are really dealing with the hurricane. So they, how, how well are your fans going to travel? So that's that's another, you know what I'm saying? So you're not going to really get that home field advantage like you do when you're actually at home. Mm-hmm. So you know you lose that advantage, and then it kind of really puts. It's one of those things like, honestly, like they went. I won't forget what game it was. They went and played was it the Yankees game after nine eleven. You know, yeah, because you know, sports, because people kind of look at sports to kind of forget things. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like is sports really that important when you got people suffering. Yeah. So you you're on that, you know what I'm saying? You like you kind of like teetering because yeah, I understand because I could kick back and watch a football game, kind of take my mind off of what I'm dealing with. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, do we you know, it's sports really that important. We gotta play sports, we gotta play sports, we gotta get the game, we gotta make sure the game go. You know, so I, I I'm kind of like, you know, on both sides of the fence on that argument. But as far as how New Orleans Saints, um, how it's gonna affect them. Gonna affect them bad, man. You know, I mean, it's gonna affect them in a way because the whole field advantage thing. You know, uh, and 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 Mel just jumps in the comments of what I was particularly mm-hmm. going to. So, <clears throat> in two thousand five, the Saints had the luxury of, of having a veteran like Drew Brees to mm-hmm. help help with the leadership of, of galvanizing the team together and right, right. and giving that emotional support. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now, the only person that has probably any knowledge of dealing with this situation is Sean Payton. Right now, Sean Payton can only say so much and do so much mm-hmm. to get this team motiv- motivationally ready for right. a football game. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, he's still going to sit on the sidelines and call plays. Right. So, you know, I think this this affects uh, more the mental than anything. Of, of their situation. Right. You know what I'm saying? So w- uh, what exactly are they going to get uh, uh, mentally from Jameis Winston and other players on that team, regardless to get them, you know, you know, emotionally ready for, for something that's, you know, in the grand scheme of things, not as important as what everybody's dealing with and, and being displaced of a hurricane. And, and, and <sighs> I don't know. This this is this is a huge uh, a wrench to throw into their season early when mm-hmm. when you as as a sports fan is still trying to figure out what the Saints are going to look like. Period. Without Drew Brees, right? right. I, I'm I'm speak to Melvin's comment. He mm-hmm. said most sports fans need their a therapist. They um they really don't use it to escape reality. And I don't like that. Well, I would argue this when you see that sports fan who dresses up and paint themselves whatever color, say they say Jets fan, paint themselves green, throwing that 
and throw on that costume, mm-hmm. they're escaping reality. Yeah. Because that is not who they are when they leave the stadium. Mm-hmm. So I think, especially the radical, the fanatic, the radical fan, I think that's what they use it for. You know, it's like, I can come here and be this idiot, you know what I'm saying, for whatever length of time in the game lasts. And I gotta go back home, then I go back home and do what I gotta deal with. So I think in that on that, I would argue on that sense, they do use it to escape reality because they can go there and scream and holler, do what they want to do, and let that that negative stuff come out, so to speak. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it, and and I feel you on on that on that point that sports can be an escape for reality for a lot of people. And you know, just for the fans and also the players. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. but but when you got this situation where you don't know how long it's going to be before you're able to even get back to New right. Orleans. Yeah, that's got to be that's got to be that's got to be one of them. Like I said, it, it just remind me of just how COVID was. Mm-hmm. It displaced it displaced the whole world. Cuz we didn't know. I mean, I think about I always I always think about this when we first heard about it. I'm going to be in at work and it was like, hey, you know, I think we're going to leave early today because, you know, they going to shut down. I said, oh, something. Yeah, okay. Dang, we're going to shut down. So then they sent out an email say, I can't remember what it was in March when it, when it first started. Yeah. They said, email said, uh, okay, we coming back in May. So I was like, what? You know, I'm thinking it's going to be a couple weeks or something. They said, man, I was like, cool, let's give me a long life, life vacation. Did that May went to June, the June went to September. So, to yeah. next year. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it was always this, it was always a, a degree of uncertainty because we didn't know what we were going to do. So when they finally did bring us back in, um, like in March, I think, of this year, in March of May, I can't remember. But anyway, when they finally brought it back this year, it was kind of like we started off in this capacity. We didn't know what we were going to do. We was going to do online stuff. We're not going to have in-person stuff. And then it's like, well, maybe we just do curbside like that. And they, you know, it's, it's always this uncertainty how we're going to get it done. Even to now, we still have a little bit of uncertainty. We got like a routine we got going now. But mm-hmm. then we went from, okay, everybody wear their mask when we first came on. Didn't went for, from that to, all right, everybody got to be vaccinated to come on campus. Then it went from that to, everybody back in their mask again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then it went to, are we going to open up um, I think the first time it was going to open up was supposed to be in September. Then they pushed it to October. Now they're down to November 1st. Yeah. And some other things that's going on. It's like it's always this uncertainty. <laughs> so relating that to um, New Orleans, you know, you don't know when you're going to be able to go back. And so you may be in Jacksonville now. Then if your schedule conflicts with Jacksonville the following week, you may have to be in, Somewhere else. in Houston, you know. Yeah. And it's all so is that it's that it's like you are um you're homeless. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, man. Uh, what Melvin say? It's not a good thing to escape reality by throwing yourself in the sports as a fan. That's the main reason why we weren't on the same page after George Floyd. Hmm. Let me let me digest that a little bit. I have to digest that one. Um. Yeah, because I'm I'm gonna come back to that because I, I don't know how to 100 percent off the top of my head uh, react. I, mean, I just to gotta that. just really. It's, I mean, I understand what he's saying, but I guess I have to like ingest it a little bit and kind of think about it. Um, 
Because, I mean, my initial response would be, I, I agree. But at the same time, I guess it means like, oh. Uh, no bachelor. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you ain't down with juvenile? <laughs> <laughs> batch that thing up. All right, batch that thing up. Um, I guess for, for me, I think escaping reality, we all do it to a degree on certain levels. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever it is. I mean, if you just smoke weed, that's escape from reality. If you like to drink, that's escape from reality. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so I think we all do it to a, a certain level. What up, though, Kofi Weeson? Kofi, what's uh, up? <laughs> so Let's just sell to that's a whole lot. I, I was thinking, I was talking to somebody about New Orleans. I was like, why would you build a city under sea level? But they're not the only city. Um, they're um, not. They're not. When, when, when I lived in, in um, the Hampton Roads, I was in Virginia Beach. Right. Uh, that whole Hampton Roads area is, is under sea level as well. And they buy all that water on the coastline. And there's nothing but water. Nothing but you water. You only hear about like Hampton Roads like you do about New Orleans. No, but I, I, I don't, I don't, uh, well, if you really think about it, the way that those hurricanes come in, they always dip down from Florida, hit the Gulf Coast, and then by the time they even get to Virginia or North Carolina, they're just a tropical storm. They just bring right. a rain. Right. Um, so you're not necessarily de- dealing with those same category five, mm-hmm. four and five of, of winds and, and, and a buckets of shit ton of water. So I don't know if that plays a part in it. Maybe I, um, I, I ain't no weather person, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I mean neither. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was with Abe. But uh, to, <laughs> I, say, I know, I know. <laughs> Is that what we doing, Nick? Yeah, doing? That's, that's what we doing, Kofi. That's what we doing, Ken. Um, <laughs> but I mean, look for this for the Saints. This is this is now your second time dealing with being displaced um, and still trying to operate and play a game that is, you know, whether you, just not just the uh, the physical. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Not just the physical part of, of the aspect of the game, but it's a lot of uh, mental that goes into football as well. Right. And, right. And, and what I'm afraid of is you get these cats who not mentally ready to, you know, play a game because their mind is somewhere else. Because, mm-hmm. one, like I said, we don't know when they will be able to return back to New Orleans. Right. They, they don't know what they're going back to. You know, right. as as in as in terms of uh, uh, do you still have a home? How 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 tore up is it is? Mm-hmm. Um, you know what kind of uh, you know uh, 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 things are left behind? I mean, I just saw a clip on Facebook where a man was just trying to get out uh, uh, out of his house because it was flooded and, and got got by gator. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're dealing with a lot of mental strain. And then you, you're going to ask them to, to play a football game. You know, that's a lot to ask. And, you know, it, it's not like it's not like we know what we're getting with the Saints before Hurricane Ida. We didn't know what kind of team the Saints was going to field anyway. Right. And then you throw this wrench in there. Now, I definitely don't know what the hell we're going to get with the I Saints. Mean, maybe maybe Jameson can step up, man. And, you know what I'm saying? Maybe this is his opportunity. Right. Um, 
Uh, what? Who am I having? What am I having to say? Between him and Kofi, boy, that Kofi. <laughs> I want to storm as an angry black slave that didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming back to get master. Um, Mel said, uh, right. We all do it, but um, how I'll deep under a trench do we go? Here we go. Right. Uh, when something important to the culture is on the deck, can most fans drop sports to make this situation a priority? Did he say plagues of Egypt? Plagues of Egypt. Hmm. You know what? I'm with you on that. And uh, we're going to get on that too, uh, Kofi. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We're about to touch that in just a second, Kofi. I guess what well, I see what Melvin's saying, and yeah, you're right, and that is important. And I I want to get deep into that, but I'm not. I, mean, I say that for I often wonder. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I agree with that, and I think that is an issue. Is but I think that's an issue with a lot of a lot of part of our culture. I say that we get deep into a lot of stuff. You know. We get that is the reality. That is the reality. We get deep into the music. We get deep into the fashion. You know, we stand outside waiting on Jordans. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I, I'm not I'm not saying anything bad about it, but when compared to when it is time to step up for our cultural things, like like George Floyd, like you mentioned, with that same energy, with that same energy, you know, we yeah. can't we can't stand up for that. Well, That's I fair. Out, I can wait outside, you know, in the cold for a pair of Jordans. That's fair. So That's I a fair statement. See, I can I can see you with that. No, I I can feel you with that. Um, and Kofi said, uh, "I'm gonna talk shit." <laughs> Who vote for Cam? Somebody called Vince on his ass. <laughs> now look, now that now that now that we there with Kofi, so you know, um, and we kind of talked about it on the Man Down podcast Tuesday right. night. So you know, Cam had a great preseason. Um, mm. What was told he was going to be the starter. Uh, for week one, and then all of a sudden, boom, he's released. Uh, and, and you know, there's been some reports out of there that, uh, you know, it could have possibly been um, uh, because of his vaccination status. Now, Cam has personally gone out and not revealed his vaccination status, but, you know, I don't think it takes a rocket science to believe that, you know, you missed almost a week of practice because of, you know, protocol misunderstanding. Right. Um, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm willing to go out and say that Cam is not vaccinated. All right. It's, mm-hmm. it, to me, the writing's on the wall right there. And I think, you know, like we have said too, that might've been why Belichick got rid of him. Yeah. Cause you can see, man, it's going to be an issue. Yeah. And I kind of alluded to that. I think earlier we, I forgot what show, I don't know what Monday show, I think I think that that right there, um, if I'm if I'm Bill, I'm looking at okay, they got this new rule in. Mm-hmm. And if he's not vaccinated, he catches COVID. And all that, yeah, yeah, we can forfeit a lot of games. That might put us out of playoff contention. Yeah, you no, know, I feel he might say I feel good about our team. We got my most of our started back plan. You know, blah blah blah. We might have a good chance to make a nice run. And then he gets COVID, we lose a game. What's that? That one game we need to get us in the playoffs. So maybe Bill's looking at that and say, "Okay, he's a liability." And and to piggyback off that, just kind of look at how that season for the Patriots went last year. Mm -hmm. Um, um, 
Cam actually was playing pretty nice first few, first few weeks. <laughs> they going in. He said, man, man, ugly ass suits he put on. <laughs> <laughs> it's the wicks. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, look, uh, you you look at the, the Patriots season last year. Patriots started off, oh, I think, two and two. Um, could have could have won that game against Seattle. So mm-hmm. could have possibly been three and one. Um, right. But then, of course, one of those losses was against the Chiefs, and that was without Cam because of the, the COVID. He caught right. COVID. Mm-hmm. Now, you look at what had happened last year, mm-hmm. and – you look at all the protocols and stuff that's going to happen this year with mm-hmm. unvaccinated pay- players and whatnot, and I'm and I'm willing to go out on a limb and say, Belichick's like, I don't want to deal with that again. Right. I don't want to deal with you know my starting quarterback who helped build the momentum of us getting on the right track, and then all of a sudden he's not available. Mm-hmm. You know, I can see Bill saying, like, ah, I don't want to deal with that shit again. Right. I, I I can I I want to you know what is what is the biggest things that that Belichick is about? Belichick is about consistency and availability. And if your starting quarterback isn't consistently there mm-hmm. and consistently available, that throws a wrench into whatever plans you had or ideas of what you right. thought this team right. was going to be this season. And especially to your point, when you got all your people that opted out back. Right. When you when you make all these free agent moves, spent the most money probably ever in the in the franchise history. Bill is trying to make another run, right? And, and I, I, he, he wants right, his right. players there. He he wants his players there, right? And I, when Mel, when I speak with Mel said, um, he said uh, Cam is a vegan and very conscientious about what he puts in his body. I'm pissed that the talking heads is saying he is being selfish or a bad teammate. But go ahead, go ahead. No, I I'm I'm with you on that, man. I don't and I, and y'all know how I feel. I'm I'm big on Cam. I'm a big critic on Cam. But to say that he's selfish and a bad teammate, I can't rock with that. Um, when I lived in Charlotte, and you know, I was the media was very big on on covering Cam, mm-hmm. and 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 you know, he did a lot of philanthropy uh, philanthropy in the city of mm-hmm. Charlotte. He was big in being in the community with the youth and all mm-hmm. that. That doesn't show a characteristic of a selfish person, period. Right. So, uh, you know, the narrative that Cam is selfish and a bad teammate is is total bullshit. Well, I, you I, know, can, that, I can never that, rock with that. That's the narrative that the media is pushing about anybody who don't want to get vaccinated. Yeah. Period. What up, though, Tim? Tim, you know what's what up? That, that, that right there is the is the, what they pushing of anybody who said they want to be vaccinated. And I think that's the bigger issue. You know, and like I said, yeah, I was kind of forced to get it, mm-hmm. you know, because I was going to hold out. Now, uh, now that point right there, uh, uh, Melvin Wall right there, he says, I can respect Bill for choosing to minimize the risk for his team because his QB1 isn't vaccinated. Now, if that's the case, I that's can my bigger that. point. Yeah, that's the bigger point, because if you're talking about uh, um, just. Because who knows? Because these guys are going to be in the same quarterback room. So your starter gets gets COVID, then all of a sudden you're in that same situation with the Broncos when you got mm-hmm. nobody for quarterback and the right. NFL is still going to make you play. Right. And so if you're talking about the grand scheme of the, the big picture of I need my team available, mm-hmm. then yes, I can rock with that. And I'm big, like I said, like I, I was alluding to, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? 
it's a difference between a political thing mm-hmm. and just business. Yeah. You know, and like while saying earlier about the media always demonizing not getting the vac- the vaccination. That's just the, that's the median talking point they've been using since COVID been since the COVID vaccination been available. But it's you also know? about that business, though. They they. Well, I'm talking about I'm I'm, I'm leaning more towards Bill. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? Now on a business side of things, if I'm a coach or if I'm an organization, and I'm looking, at, I'm weighing all my options. You know, okay. We said, like I said earlier, here's these new protocols they're putting in. Mm-hmm. Here's the new things that's going on. If this man is not vaccinated and he comes in contact with other players or he's not vaccinated, he costs us games. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's not personal, but I got to think about the overall Business. success of the team. Okay. So maybe it, it, you know, it's best for us to say, we just got to just let him go. Just yeah. release him. You know what I'm saying? And we got to rock with Matt. And he made, you know what I'm saying? And I, now, at the same point, I, w- I would like to know if Matt stunk up the place where they still made that same decision. That, ooh, that's a fair question. Because if you go up and you get Mac Jones in the first round, 15th overall, and mm-hmm. he doesn't play like he did in the preseason, right. he doesn't get the publicity that he's looking like a, mm-hmm. a, a, a legit, you know, future star for right. that team. Now, you, you bring up a good point. Does Bill still stick with Cam? Still has him on the team? Does he still, you know, still take on the risk of not having a vaccinated QB one and saying that, you know, I still got Mac Jones in, in, you know, in waiting just in case my my QB one is not available. You know, I I could see that scenario of Cam still being on that team if Mac Jones was just sticking up the joint this preseason. Mm-hmm. I can see right. that. Right. Uh, Tim said, uh, "Man, Cam, good anyway. He, he got, got bread. They play. Uh, they play him. He should be at least be on the team." And, and, and Tim, remember, you're right. Go ahead. No, Tim, I, I feel you. He should still be on the team. You know, he he came up with the quote. You know, there's still not 32 players still better than me at QB one. And you know what? I'm I'm leaning towards to agreeing with Cam on that. But you, I think he's still going to run into the same situation in New England as he did with with any other team because, you know, he's been linked to the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. I, I still think he would still have to get vaccinated to be on the Cowboys. You know, Jerry Jones has been very big on all of his players getting vaccinated and all that. And so I think he would still run into the same situation. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, look, yeah, we want you on the team, but we're not going to put you on the team, you know, possibly risking everybody else catching COVID. But but I, I I'm I'm starting to you know really see this trend that the the major sports organizations are really kind of following the guidelines mm-hmm. with how the government and, and state officials are running it. Right, it's, it's starting to be a, a certain correlation with, and right. you know, um, you know, same with um, you know, our next topic is the NBA players or or you know, um, Urban Meyer even said it. Mm-hmm. Urban Meyer completely came out and said players vaccination status did play a part in whether they were cut or on the team. Mm. And then 
the PR for the Jaguars <laughs> quickly came out and said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, can't you, know, that, all, you can't Well, they pretty <laughs> much said that, you know, all players that were cut or on the team, vaccination status was not a factor. But your coach just already came out and said yeah, it said, was. Right, right. He already said it was. Right. And, and so, yeah, and, and, and it's really coming down to, you know, similar to, to your situation where mm-hmm. your job said, hey, get vaccinated or find another job. Right. That's what it's coming down to for mm-hmm. some of these athletes. They're, they're really taking the, the choice of, of, of me getting vaccinated, whether I believe in it or not, mm-hmm. my own personal preference. They're taking that personal preference out. Right. So these players that don't want to get vaccinated, they're making it harder for them mm-hmm. uh, to, to actually be available. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you like I said, you're taking that personal choice completely out of it. Right. And, and uh, so I mean, there's a lot of <laughs> a lot of issues going on with this, but I I think that um, what did you say? That's wrong, Mark, Mark of the Beast. <laughs> 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 and I think you're right on 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 all fronts of that, you know. And when you take that choice out. You know, especially when you was like, oh, it's, it's choice, it's choice. But I think mm-hmm. with the NFL, more, it came down more to money than it did about anybody. The business. Money. Yeah, the it's business. About money. You know, that potential um, money that they lost or could have made, rather, you know, they was like, oh, no, we ain't having that again. We can't we can't do that again. So I think that's why they made more decisions to, to kind of tighten up on, on these restrictions. Mm-hmm. Not being vaccinated is going, um, is oh, going okay. to follow Cam around for good. He is his, uh, Yeah, go ahead. No, no, he's an example now. Remember, it's 100 unvaxxed players, coaches, and staff members. Why is Cam the only mm-hmm. name attached? But, but, and, and, and you're right, man. And the mm-hmm. reason why it's attached to him is because you look at the profile of what Cam is, the, the high profile that comes with Cam Newton, mm-hmm. you know, former MVP, uh, former starter. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's made $100 million. Right. That's why he's an example now. But he's not the only person that um, look, the Patriots have already shown they fired a coach that didn't get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. They released him. They released right. the coach. And so to me, uh, you know, now that I look back at it now and looking at their past trends after releasing a coach, I, you know, Bill Pelichick is not saying, well, you players aren't above this. Mm-hmm. He, he says, I'm looking at the bigger picture. You're not vaccinated. And and Belichick can sit here and say all he want that vaccination status didn't play a part in, in mm-hmm. into him releasing Cam because I could call bullshit and I can't. Yeah, he'd be smarter than Urban Meyer. Yeah, he he, <laughs> he yeah because he's definitely smarter than Urban Meyer in that case of how to deal with the media when it comes to these questions and shit. Right. So you know, look at uh, was it uh, a coach in Minnesota that mm-hmm. got um, fired because he wasn't vaccinated. And here's the crazy thing about Minnesota: uh, Kirk Cousins isn't vaccinated, and the only re- and I'm and I was I think I was watching Colin Cowherd, mm-hmm. and he said the only reason why they haven't moved off of uh, Kirk Cousins is because of the guaranteed money that he still owed. Mm. If he wasn't owed that guaranteed money, they would have moved off his ass because of the vaccination status. Right, because Kirk Cousins was just put on the COVID list a few weeks ago, missing time in preseason. So it it is really coming down to right here, where is 
about the business. And if my players are not available to help me get my team to where I need them to be, mm-hmm. it, it's an issue. Right. Regardless, because it's, it's not the same thing as them last year. There wasn't no vaccination available. And so, if you, you know, you dealt with COVID how it came. How it came, right. This year, they're saying, here's the vaccination to help, you know, you know, uh, w- with the problem of COVID. Mm-hmm. This what it is. Either take it or don't. And, you know, and when it comes to forfeiting games, that's forfeiting money. Right. That's, for, that's forfeiting um, possible playoff position. Right. You know, it's the bigger picture now. And, and so as these coaches and GMs, they have to make these calls now. And whether they believe it or not, they have to make the calls in, in what's in the best entrance of their team. Right. Uh, you read that? You want me to read it? No, go ahead. Uh, it says um, pro sports should be. Oh shoot! What's up, Dax? Um, pro sports should be a must for vaccination. The uh, contact they encounter when they play is too close for not to be vaccinated. Uh, I think that's fair. Uh, Dax said the whole mandatory vaccination is BS. <laughs> uh, oh, for for those who don't know, this is Louis Farrakhan on on the line here. This, Dax is is Louis Farrakhan. <laughs> <laughs> and, and look, I, do I do I think? I, and, and, and I'm I need to preference what I'm saying. The mm-hmm. NFL is not making vaccination mandatory. They're not, but They're not overtly saying that overtly. But okay. they they are. They did put the protocols in place to persuade heavily persuade these players into getting vaccinated. Right. So so they're saying. No, it's not mandatory, but it's kind of mandatory. That's kind of what they're saying. Kind of like, like our job said. Exactly. You come out and say, hey, you have to be vaccinated. But it was like, first of all, it's funny because we was at work. And um, I went outside to take the trash out. I come back inside. There's a sign on the door that wasn't there before that says, you must be vaccinated to enter into this building. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, that's how I wasn't vaccinated. So I was like, so I can't go back in? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What's the deal? Well, so, I guess I'll go home now. <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, yeah, they didn't say you have to get vaccinated, but if I'm not vaccinated, I can't enter the building. So what you telling me? And, and look, it's 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 a it's it's a real slippery slope because it's literally pinning an individual to sit there and 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 weigh the options of do I continue to be unvaccinated because I don't believe in this shit I think it's wrong I think you know what whatever you, you want to say uh, about the vaccination personally or do you continue to go ahead and tell your co-host to be quiet I know um, <laughs> or 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 do you risk not able to pursue a goal of yours that you have dreamt about from a kid playing pop Warner football. You know right. what I'm saying? These guys have been, have been, you know, playing football since peewee mm-hmm. high school, college. And now I'm in the pros. And because of something that I can't control, you are putting my dream in jeopardy because of my own personal beliefs. You know, right. To to to, right. to me is it, it's not fair, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's 
the NFL, they're going to make their rules. They're going to make their protocols. Right. And they're going and, and what's your favorite favorite saying, uh, Mel? Either get down or lay down. Get down or lay down. That's how it is. That's how they're making it though, for real. Um, Dex said if the vaccine if the vaccine worked and didn't have so many side effects, um, there would be a different that would be a different story. True. Truly, it takes five to ten years to even put out a vac- true vaccination. Yeah. Vaccine I've heard that same thing, and I've mm-hmm. heard the same thing. So then, um, that's the case. How did Pfizer get uh? Um, God, what do I want to look for? Dog, why can't I think of his name? The what, Pfizer, the no, Pfizer. Oh, they got, um, well, you got the Pfizer, Moderna, certified. and you got the Johnson and Johnson. I don't know what they got, certain, no, not certified. Dang, what the heck? I got. Oh, you mean FDA approved? He said, Thank you. How, how did well, Pfizer get approved? Well, they, they just got, what they, they just got, got approved. Well, they just got approved recently, like mm-hmm. literally, like the last couple of weeks. Dax said, "Money and connection." <laughs> oh, Dax hit it on the head. The reason oh, yeah. why the reason why the vaccine is out is because of money and connections. Those big, those big pharmaceuticals that's been producing this shit. Mm-hmm. Hey, they look. They're getting paid government money for that shit. Right. Shake hands. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's all government funding from that shit. Right. Um, because let's be honest, the government still has an agenda when it comes to this vaccine because they're still looking for a certain number of percentage of Americans in America to be vaccinated. So they quote unquote, the 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 covid uh, 19 epidemic is minimized. And so if they're not getting satisfied with their vaccinated numbers, it's just going to trickle down from everything from state to state, business to business. Till that government is satisfied of the number of vaccinated people, period. Right. So, right. I, I mean, that, it, it's just going to be like that. And, I mean, and, and I guess now for me, you know, I'm saying, and I said it when we first, I think you and I was talking about it one time when we first started talking about this COVID and all that thing. It's just interesting to me um, how we, we, especially black folks, easily forget. All experience and stuff they've done to us. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't. <laughs> and I was because, like, when I first heard about, it, I was like, I ain't messing with that. You know what I'm saying? Immediately, and I said, I ain't. Fuck I, with I ain't messing with that. I ain't messing with that. You know. And because you look at it from this standpoint, I've talked to a lot of people, and I was talking to one particular gentleman at my job. You no, know, black black guy, and he was like, "You gonna get the vaccine?" I was like, "No, nah, I ain't really looking at getting that, bro." He said, I, "You know, I started talking about." Tuskegee experiment, all that kind of stuff. And he looked at me like I was crazy. Like, oh man, you know, did that like that. He need to oh, go he, ahead and oh, get it. Oh, you know, he's you preaching. Right. Mm-hmm. Then, then one thing, what's that first thing they say? Oh, you being selfish. Mm. You know what I'm saying? What about us? You don't think about us and all that kind of stuff. I say, stay the hell out of my face then. <laughs> well, your you mask, nigga. Right. <laughs> you keep six feet, you good. <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact, keep 10. You know what I'm bad, 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 bad. Give me right. 50 feet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now you feel, you know, you feel like you're that unsafe. Back yeah. the hell up. You know what I'm saying? That's my thing. It's like, yeah, but the government always would do something to you. And then 20 years down the line, they say, oh, yeah, remember that stuff we put in you? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that's that. That's why you go on that extra arm. Well, that's why you got cancer. That's why you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And they be like, oh, and they be like, oh, my bad. Yeah, for <laughs> real. I and look, you know, try, and, and I'm trying to because because this is still sports related. But me right. personally, mm-hmm. I'm just saying 
I was never a fan of the vaccination is because it was never FDA approved till literally a few weeks ago. Like literally. Right. Right. And so this whole time they've been preaching vaccination, vaccination, go get it, go get it. Mm-hmm. You guys were egg, experimental lab rats. Right. You guys were part of the experiment of whether it works or not. And whether you fall on a vaccinated or unvaccinated line, it's not stopping you from getting it. It's not mm-hmm. stopping you from dying, regardless of what they say. It's not. It's not. And so, and look, it's giving you that fault. It's like a, it's like a false sense of security. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I got the vaccination. Here's my thing. Say the vaccination was a truly a, a I'm using lack of better words, a cure for COVID. Yeah. Right. Then you know everybody get it. We all smooth. Okay, whatever. But my thing is, they not they didn't even give you that. They're not giving you that kind of um guarantee. It's like you can get it, but you still can catch COVID. But you just might not die, but you can pass somebody else and they can get it and they can die. Or now you find people who had the vaccination, caught COVID, and died. So it's like you don't know what to believe. Then on top of that, the ones who get it, they're like, oh, it's all good. Now they, they out going out doing stuff and still catching it. So they have that false security. They think they can do everything because they got the vaccination. No, you still can catch it. And still can die. And still can die. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but because of the money thing, they can't yeah. shut everything down no more. So they got to give this false security. Get this. Go ahead and get this vaccination. And we know it's like mm-hmm. war. It's gonna be casualties of war. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So the ones who get the vaccination and die, they're just casualties of this thing. We still gotta get this money rolling. Yeah, that's how it is. Whether vaccinated or unvaccinated, casualties is casualties. Because the, the money train still got to keeps flowing. And and and, th- and that's that's literally um what's going on with the sports world. Yeah, look at so, what happened. To, what happened to Jesse Jackson? I must have yeah, missed I that one. Yeah, I didn't hear about Jesse. Yeah, you gotta elaborate on that one, Dax. I didn't hear about Jesse. Um, but but the uh the NBA just put out uh certain COVID protocols pretty quite similar to the NFL uh just a couple of days ago. Okay. Um I, I did see uh um teams that are that are uh that are uh, located in the state of New York mm-hmm. um, in order to be in the arenas as players, staff, coaches, they have to be vaccinated um, to be in the stands as mm-hmm. fans, to be mm-hmm. in the stands as fans have to show proof of vaccination card to be let in the arena. Um, same with. Uh, uh, oh, I, wow. I'm, I'm not sure. You are fully vaccinated. Oh, wow. Wow, oh, I didn't hear about that. I had to look that one up. Okay. Um, uh, same with the uh, so uh, the Warriors, for instance, mm-hmm. um, to be at the game, player, mm-hmm. coach, whatever, have to be vaccinated. So, in order to see Steph Curry shoot the shoot the threes this upcoming season, right? He, he got to be vaccinated. Got to be vaccinated. In order to go see Steph Curry shoot right. those threes, you got to be vaccinated. Yeah, okay. You and so, so that means um, you can shoot from half court. You can't shoot it from the crib, so you have to get the vaccination. <laughs> vaccination, I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So, so you you slowly see it starting in the sports world taking on society itself. It is. You, you slowly see it, and, and I'm always and, I'm always leery about something being pushed on me. And that's the that's that's my you know biggest I'm thing. Always, I mean, I always I always remember this thing. 
back, uh, I was like maybe about 13, 14 years old. They had this place back home called Trapper's Alley. So basically, you know, it's like a place where you go shopping at in different shops. And so I'm walking around, you know, had my little money in my pocket. I'm like, yeah, I'm about to get me some stuff. A man came up to me. You know how they do? They flash the chain. Oh, man, I got this gold chain, bro. Mm-hmm. I said, oh man, that's a that's a that's a link. Boy, let me see that. That look nice. You know, I'm looking at it and everything. He said, man, you gotta get this, bro. You gotta get this. I'm telling you, know, kind of basically kind of pushing on me. So I was like, how much you want for it? Man, just give me forty. So I gave him forty dollars. I put that mug on. I'm gonna have my neck green by the next day. That mug went from gold to silver by the next day. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm leery about people pushing stuff on me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm it's understandable. Right. It's understandable. Uh, I, I mean, you, you're literally so. So, just how? Oh wow! He said uh, a W um, RL uh, anchor man hospital live with Kelvin. and he's fully vaccinated. I need to start watching TV. I'm missing out on everything. See, but no, but I mean, look, look. It's it's literally. He said, "I don't even buy the new PlayStation until all the bugs are worked out." And after ten update, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's funny you say that, man. I do the same thing when I bought my PlayStation Four. I waited mm-hmm. at least a couple of years, now and and and, and, and it's funny. Stuff wrong, crackhead Bob, forget <laughs> <laughs> my stuff wrong. Yeah, and don't and and you bet not have no audacity to get mad when the shit didn't work. You hey, bought man. it from a crackhead. I got I got it for a dick. <laughs> <Right. laughs> <laughs> And it cost me nothing. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, thoughts and views a Detroit male are of his and his only. They do not uh, uh, reflect the full thoughts of the ILW Sports Network. They are Detroit male's opinions and his alone. So now that I got that disclaimer out of the way. <laughs> but I mean, no, 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 Tamel's comment is literally right. the same thing. Something mm-hmm. that's new, something that comes out right, is going right. to have kinks, is going to have, you know, certain things that's not gonna function right, it's gonna have bugs in it that's that's not that's not making the product work how it's intended to. Right. Right. Period. Right. And so you know, and, and that was my biggest thing about the situation is you come out with this vaccine. You don't mm-hmm. know how you're talking about millions and millions of people that's going to have millions and millions of different reactions to it. Mm-hmm. You don't know how it's actually is it really intended? You know, is purposes? Is it really, you know, touching those those intended purposes uh, for what the, the point of the vaccine is for? Because obviously right now it's not it's not attacking the 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 purposes that it was intended for right it, it's not a hundred percent you know a guarantee that you're not going to get covid it's not a hundred percent that you're not going to perish from it it's not right right and, and so imagine being an athlete that's literally put in a situation just like how me and you are just mm-hmm. regular everyday people right and whether people want to you know they're still people they just put on a different platform Mm-hmm. And on a higher pedestal, they're right. still put in that same situation where do I, you know, get down with the shit I don't believe in because I mm-hmm. still need to provide for my family. family. I still need right. to I still need to provide for myself. I still need to, you know, there's people counting on me or 
do I stand up and and for what I believe in and possibly lose something that I've worked my ass off for the last 20 years of my life? You know, that's Man, that's a, make that that's decision, a bro. it's a real fucked up situation to be right. put in. I mean, it, like I said, my thing was always I since since they I was old enough to make a decision not to get any kind of vaccine, I never got them. I didn't mm-hmm. get the flu shot. I always got the flu. Yeah. Man, you know I ain't never done I the count, flu shot. I can count on one hand how many times I got. I, I got the flu. Yeah, me too. I, 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 I never got don't get shot. sick. You know, I just, just don't. You know, I don't get sick like that. So I'm like, so that's talking about a good vaccine. I'm like, for what? Mm-hmm. I hardly ever sick. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, I didn't shut down during COVID. I worked all COVID. Yeah, you was door dashing the whole time. <laughs> door dashing. That was uh, what's that one? Um. Instacart, and I was doing everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, all COVID, I worked. I ain't catch nothing. Yeah. I mean, you know, I took my precautions and stuff. You know, I made sure I wipe, wipe stuff down and sanitize, wash my hair, sanitize. No, I did all that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't like foolish walk, walk around licking doorknobs or nothing like that. <laughs> you know I, I hope you weren't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I had to cut back on, on them dirty holes I was messing with, you know. But besides that, I was good. <laughs> a lady? A lady? This is a woman, sir. This is a Stand up. You will have uh, control, and they want you to give up everything to believe in them. And, and Dex, uh, I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Awesome, uh, my brother. Awesome, but, but I'm saying, like, like because we are a sports show. Uh, what for? You say <laughs> death cut off <laughs> the dirty ones. <laughs> shout, shout out to my homie uh, what Forty up, Water. 40? Um, y'all, de- y'all definitely go check out my man Hitchhikers <laughs> and uh, right, Broken right. Heart. Broken Heart Society does his own T-shirts. All that great underground rapper from Charlotte. Y'all go uh, definitely check out my, my check homie on, Forty. Uh, also check him out on I- IOW Network. We got us. Yep, yep, yeah, we got playing on there. Got a lot of 40, uh, Silent Hill. He goes by right. Silent Hill. A lot of right. Silent Hill music on, on the app. Right, um, right. But Dax, I agree with you. But but I think the main point that we're saying right here is because we're sports and related mm-hmm. to your personal beliefs. What's, what's the other option? What 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 do you do when if you're Cam Newton, you can't get a job in the NFL because of your vaccination status? Do, do you go to Canada? Uh, or, I mean, do do you hope the XFL you know starts playing? I mean, do you go to Arena Football League? I mean, what's the other options? And and I see you. I see your next comment is we can build our own sports, and, and we always talk about that. Read Mel's first, and then go into Dex. Yeah. So so actually, the vaccine actually makes you more probable to catch the Delta variant. This vaccine is the new money grab. People will get the new booster shot, like iPhone updates. Mm. Well, damn. Right. <laughs> that, that don't help. <laughs> and 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 to and and to Dax and I see what you're saying. We can build our own sports. We have yeah, built in the past. Yes, I'm with you on that because me and Mel and and here on the IOW Sports Show have said a million times: mm-hmm. take the money that you get from these high profile um, um, organizations and and come together and build your own shit because uh, you know if if all these NFL players had put their money together and started a, a you know an independent football league may, maybe this isn't an issue 
You know what I'm saying? Maybe this is just a, a part that they can say that we built our own things. We got our own foundation. Here's our own protocols. And, and according whether you want to get vaccinated or, or not, mm-hmm. that's totally up to you. But we're not going to take away your dream. Mm-hmm. Because because in my opinion, this is what this whole COVID protocols in both the NFL and both the NBA are literally putting athletes that have worked for a dream right. for years, and mm-hmm. there's they're literally putting them on a line and say which line, uh, which side of the line are you going to fall on? Right, and, and and it's just not it's not right. It's not I fair. Mean, it, it's it's crazy how they do it. But speaking speaking to uh, speaking to Dak's comment, we've been big on that for a while, man. You know, mm-hmm. even like what we're doing now, like with the sports, the I uh, the I often wonder, you know, trying to build a, a media a media conglomerate with the radio station. You know, we trying to build not only the not only so we can bring in the income, we trying to build so we can employ people, mm-hmm. so we can offer jobs to people and get them out of these, you know, these corporations that don't want to do nothing for you or forcing you to do stuff. Like make a decision between feeding your family and getting something you want to put in your body, you mm-hmm. know, things like that. We're trying to build so up the people don't have that control. We have a control of what we can do. Facts, you know. And I think like you know we should all kind of come together and work on building something. Mm-hmm. That's the only way we don't have to worry about this vaccination stuff. You have to Big. worry about that, but at Big the same facts. time, you know what I'm saying. You have to work. We have to worry about look at building on all fronts. What I mean mm-hmm. by that, you need we need people to have grocery stores. Yeah, we need people to have movie theater. I mean, everything that, in every aspects of life because we need, pe- we need people to have banks. Banks, <laughs> right? So they can't um, redline you. They way they can't deny you a loan. All that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Being being a lot of situations where we can have control over our own destiny. Dak said, that's why I do what I do. That's right. Right. Yep. So, so anytime Dax, you want to get on the show, uh, I often wonder you can oh, we bring uh, them on. preach your okay. message, my brother. I'm telling you, but you have to wear your dashiki when uh, Dax come on. What for he say? He said, up until 2015, the NFL on the corporate level was a nonprofit organization. So I don't see why the multimillionaires can't come together and build. I I just think that kind of goes back to what Mel was saying earlier when getting everybody on the same page, like in certain issues, like mm-hmm. the George Floyd issues or this or that. And and I see I see kind of a piece of what you're saying right there too, Melvin Wall. The same thing. Um, military did the same thing with us. They applied pressure for us to get it and as soon as it was FDA approved, they made it mandatory. I still haven't got it, and they on me hard about it, and they right. gonna stay on me. <laughs> I mean, they like I said, stay on me. That's the same with my job, man. I was like, literally, like the last minute. Should I get this thing? I don't want to get this thing. I talked. I'm talking to my mom. I'm talking to my sister. What do you think? You know, I don't want to get this thing. Blah blah blah. You know, and it was like at the time. I remember having that conversation with you. Was like, I was talking to you about. I was like, these niggas gonna force me to get this thing for real. I mean, yeah. I felt like I felt violated. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, and like, you know, right now, the radio station and stuff ain't and where we need to be. So I needed the income. Mm-hmm. You know, and I hate it. It really made, you know what it really made me say? 
I really need to push this more because I don't like being in that situation where I'm forced to do something. Ooh, go to that next comment right there. What's that, Dax? Yes. What do you say? Read that. It says, this COVID vaccine is the new buck breaking. Wow. I mean, you need to stop the show on that one. That's profound right there. That's right, right. That You're is right, profound. Bro. You're right. I mean, I mean, there's no other way to look at it. Mm-hmm. it you know, it, and, you know, metaphorically, get down or lay down. Right. right. I, there's no other way to really put it. That's put that in, in, in a great perspective right there. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it's you know, and, and I know we're talking about Cam and, and, and other players that have to, you know, I, I want to know how, how does Steph Curry feel about this because mm-hmm. he's on it. He's on a team that's part in in inner county making it mandatory to get. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I want some of these athletes to come and speak up about it. If you if you feel it's not right, it's, it's okay to say it. You know what I'm saying? Like like you know, Cam's been quiet on his vaccination status. And, you mm-hmm. know, like I said earlier, you know, Belichick is saying it wasn't part of it, but it was. It was a factor. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. You know, Urban Meyer said the same thing. It was a factor of whether you got cut mm-hmm. or not. So it, it's not only affecting the players, it's affecting certain judgment of the people who are in charge of these teams. <laughs> um, 40 said, microchips are coming up next. Probably Packing so. Niggas. Tagging niggas like cattle. Like cattle. <laughs> uh, Mel said, our black, <laughs> our black millionaires don't want to go to war. Uh, that's the only reason why they are av- uh, avoiding starting their own league. Please. They know as soon as they draw that line in the sand, it's a war. war. And that's kind of like going back to what Mel said about the bubble comment. Hey, hey, real talk. Anybody that wants to go ahead and chime in and jump in on the conversation, uh, get the WhatsApp. The, the 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 number is scrolling on the bottom of the screen. Nine one nine five nine three two seven two seven on the WhatsApp. Uh, or or if you just want to call in, just go ahead and and, and drop a comment. Uh, come in here and, and and you know voice your opinion. Right. In uh, uh, sports, they want to see who is going to be the house now he got a fact though. I mean, he got a, he got a, a point there. But going, like I'm saying, going back to what Mel has said though about the bubble. Because remember, it was all about Black Lives Matter. Everybody's wearing the T-shirts, blah blah blah. But when mm-hmm. it came down to it, oh, oh, maybe we should just go ahead and um and play. They was like, we ain't gonna play. We ain't playing. We standing up, blah blah blah. And they couldn't and, get on the same page. Mm-hmm. They all said, oh, we gonna go ahead and play. You know. Yeah, and and, and that's a fair point. And and mm-hmm. here's here's another piece of that. Um, because um, we talking about you know drawing the sand and and, mm-hmm. and you know it's a war. Um, these the biggest organizations that are mm-hmm. having this issue with the COVID, and I haven't had a chance to look at this comment, but the biggest organizations that are that are having this war with the COVID and the vaccine uh, are the two biggest. The NBA and the NFL are both predominantly what black. That's why that's why that's why these two, uh, the NFL and NBA are are the two organizations that are are literally having this thing because Mm -hmm. they still want the agenda of who they want to target for this vaccination. You're talking about 70, 70 to 73 percent black players in the NFL, almost Mm -hmm. almost 78 to 79 percent in the NBA. 
if you target these organizations that are predominantly black, they're saying, hey, um, look, black people, mm -hmm. um, your favorite NFL player is vaccinated. Hey, look, mm -hmm. black people, your right. favorite basketball player is vaccinated. Right, right, right. Hey, black people, go get the vaccination. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and 40, I haven't seen what baseball is doing yet. I haven't. Um, baseball haven't been so outwardly talking about the vaccination. They have not. As, as, as much as the NFL and I mean, the NBA. I mean, baseball, to a degree, because, you know, a lot of people don't realize a lot of these so-called Latin players are black. Uh, Afro Latino. That's a different I'm conversation. I'm saying, but I'm saying, I get I'm what a, you're saying, yeah. but I'm saying that's a different that's a different conversation mm -hmm. because a, when you look at the numbers of, of, of black African Americans mm -hmm. that are in Major League Baseball mm -hmm. or in, or in NHL, those numbers are nowhere close to how high the NFL and NBA is. That's why. Right. You're right. That's what they claim that. That's a whole other story, too, with that, Dex, because especially with our Dominican brothers, you know, and sisters. Yeah. They, they still they still believe what. In denial. About it. <laughs> and that's why I said that's a that's a separate mm -hmm. conversation, because, right. you know, we we can have that conversation on I have to wonder and right. go on for days on how <laughs> how Afro Latinos, y'all still right. Afros, you know, right. still Negroes, but I still Negroes, still Negroes. Uh, so NBA and NFL has partnerships with the shoe companies, the cable networks. Mm -hmm. The minute we start a league, we got to fight to have endorsements and cable channels to show our games, and that's facts. Right, that's facts. Mm -hmm. And 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 uh, you know, to to your point, uh, uh, Mel, you know, that's what helps drive. Those two conglomerates in the NBA and the NFL, those partnerships. Look, um, I'm telling you though, I don't care. Money will make these companies work with you. They, they, mm -hmm. they will, they will endorse you and call you a nigga at the same time. They all about yeah. they want, they want money. You know that is saying? true. So you start your own league, and they see there's money in it. They'll come. They'll come. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They'll come. They still call you a nigga, but they gonna still come. No, you fine. No, no, no. Yeah, you are one hundred percent right. I mean, they might do it behind closed doors, but I'm saying they're still gonna do it. But yeah. you know, if you're looking for, I'm saying, so if you look, if you're looking at the fact, and I'm talking about the NBA and the NFL players, you're gonna lose endorsement. You ain't gonna lose endorsement. They might, they might buck for a minute and say, "Oh, we ain't gonna, do, we ain't gonna support that." But they start seeing that mug generating yeah, money. You'll, you'll lose money at first. You'll lose right. money in the mm -hmm. initial. Now, now, when, now, now, if you, if you like, uh. Prime example, big three mm -hmm. ice cubes, little league. Right. If, if if he can continue to keep that product going and get popularity and get the mm -hmm. right names on, you know, and invested into that. Right. The, the, the rest of that, because uh, he already has the Fox deals mm -hmm. and all the all that will come. So, you know, <laughs> I'm with you, Mel. He says, personally, I want the war. It'll be good for people that think we don't have Pipping in enemies to have the grass cut to the snakes can show. Mm -hmm. Bring the war. Hey, look. You, you gotta find. Let, let me say this. I mean, cut you off. Let me say this though. Now go ahead. Here's the thing that we all need to look at. We need to be prepared for war. Okay. A lot. So a lot of times we are being lolly, lolly, you know, to sleep. 
and not preparing ourselves. So then when when it's time to go to war, we're not ready for it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So that means prepare yourself mentally. That means detach yourself from things you might have to detach yourself from. That means trying to get yourself prepared financially. All that stuff. You need to, we need to start looking at preparing mm-hmm. ourselves. So when it comes to we need to start breaking break, breaking off on some of these things, we're prepared. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's one of the things we need to look at is preparation. Just be prepared. The big three is the Trojan horse. I like that. I like that metaphor. Mm. Um, I, look, because I, I like that China. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, it, and it's and it's not like, you know, in the black community, we don't have uh, the money to start a only. Uh, so I, I mean, imagine Michael Jordan sells his stocks um, to the Hornets. Uh, I mean, he whether he does or not, he still has a, a good loop of change. Say we get Jay Z, uh, Diddy, um, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, look at right. uh, look, look at the 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 Forrest lists of, oh, of, of, of or, or black people that are on that list. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I hate to say it, you know, what if Oprah got involved? Uh, right. But you know, uh, that's a you know, I'm kind of iffy on that. But, but, uh, <laughs> right, but yeah, yeah. But my point is, is take. Take the money that black community in general, because mm-hmm. look, we spend the most dollars. Mm-hmm. So put those those money that you spend on all this stuff, uh, uh, black money that is spent, put it towards our own leagues, put it towards mm-hmm. our own media, put right. it towards our own whatever, our own mm-hmm. banks, our own grocery stores, mm-hmm. our own whatever. It is not like we couldn't compete. Right. You just have to find the people that are willing to fight. I want to speak to um, Dak's point. He said, look at China. If you remember years ago, someone said made in China would represent a cheap product. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, made in China is a cheap product. China was almost a third world com- country, not in size, but in you know, wealth. Stuff, in wealth and stuff like that. Yeah, but now, America keeps China's lights on, bro. I'm just saying. But well, however, but China found them a hustle. Mm-hmm. Started, you know what I'm saying? However you want to look at it, they found them a hustle. And so now they're the leading in technology. They're leading in a whole lot of other things over in China. I mean, you go to China right now, it looked like a it looked like the future compared to what America looked like. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm I'm saying that to say China has grown expeditionally because Here's the thing China does. You can be a Chinese nationalist in Africa. You can be a Chinese nationalist in the UK, a Chinese nationalist in in um here in America. They all still consider China as their homeland. Mm-hmm. And they give money back to China. They all are still connected to China. Yeah. We're not like that. You know. When we talk, we start talking about learning about our history. I ain't from Africa. I mean, you got one guy in on on YouTube now. I don't call his name, but you know he's going around saying that we are Native Americans. You know, and we don't we don't have any connection to Africa. So you have so I'm saying that to say you have all these different divisions split within our own people. Mm. Chinese people like, look at you Chinese. 
you back you connected to China. And that's yeah. that's the that's the biggest difference. Uh what Mel say? He, uh, he was talking about Cube. Uh he says uh Cube Cube's gonna lay the groundwork with the big three. It's not a threat to the NBA. I agree with that. Because it's totally different. Once it's running for a while, Cube should just switch it up. Every black player should join. Okay. Yeah, why not? Why not? Okay. It's it's real similar. It's real similar to that um that overtime uh league that Kevin Durant started. They just got yeah. another big big time recruit that's not going to the NCAA and they're going to the overtime uh league. Right. Right. Um why the hell not? That overtime league can be uh cubes big three developmental league if they can mm. come up with a partnership easily right right you yeah. know what i'm saying you put the money there mm-hmm. you put the money there people will come period you know, why most players i'm going to nba so i get that money yeah i'm going to nfl so i get that money you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying that's they, that's why they're going so if you put the same money there they come yeah and 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 and, and we can avoid Cam beaten being released because of a vaccination status. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And because I agree with Cam wholeheartedly. There's not 32 players, uh, all 32 players that are starting are not better than Cam. I can agree with that. Mm-hmm. But if you got your own league, your own uh, football independent league, this is probably not an issue. Mm-hmm. You know, it, will he have to probably sit out because of COVID? So be it. But he can come back to his dream. He can come back to playing, come back to being a starter. Right. Now he's relegated to even if he's even able to even stay in the league now. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Um, Dak said, but they have to keep it black on or on the same page and not to oppress the players. I agree. That I mean that I mean, Liberia Liberia is, is the perfect example. No, Liberia is the perfect example of that. Um, you know, you look at when they sent the slaves back to Liberia um, because they saw what happened in revolt in Haiti, and it's like, we ain't having that happen here in the United States. Let's pack yeah. them up, send them over to Liberia, got them over to West Africa, bought a pot of, took a pot of land, I said bought, but took a pot of land, gave it to them, uh, to those ex-slaves, put them in Liberia, and what did they do? They oppressed the people in Liberia because that's what they knew. You know what I'm saying? They knew that because they learned that from slavery over here. And so I think my point to that and the point to what Dax was saying is that we have to be careful not to follow that same pattern because what we know, what do we know from over here? What have we learned from over here? You get, you know, from corporations, you get your people, and you oppress your people. So we got to make sure we don't take on that same mindset like the ex-slaves of Liberia did. So I just think that one of the things, when you look at this vaccination, all this other stuff that's going on, this, uh, let me let me start with this and say, COVID-19, when it started, it should have been a wake-up call for everybody, period. You know, you saw people starting business and stuff like that. But now it should be a wake-up call for us. For us to say, hey, look, this is our time to start doing stuff to help build our community. Hey, you know? I agree with you. I agree with you, big homie. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, I mean, if if you didn't pick up a hustle during COVID, I don't know what you were doing. Yeah. I mean, 
I, I, I really don't. I re, if you did not pick up a hustle during COVID, mm-hmm. because what what COVID taught everybody is that at some point you have to go on to have to rely on yourself in your community right. to survive. Right. And so if, if, if you didn't get that out of COVID, then, then eventually you'll be the casualty that gets left behind. Get left behind. And you can't take everybody with you. So we just need to get up and do it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and we'll see how it goes. Um, but you know, it, you know um, uh, we'll, we'll we'll continue with, with with a little bit more sports. Um, like I said, the NBA is starting to, uh, you know, get real, irely similar with the NFL with their protocols. But, yeah. um, um, Ben Simmons. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Has has finally put him in his trade request with Philly. Uh, and then, of course, amongst that, you got Joel and B finally coming out and said there was no rift mm-hmm. um, um, between him and, and Ben, which I, I find that very hard to believe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just 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 look at the last press conference that we saw from from Joel and B. You know, he right. kind of ran he kind of ran on ran him over. You know, uh, when it came to that uh, choice of not taking uh, the layup. Right at the right. rim. So, um, you know, anybody that talks about me like that, you know, I think we got a problem. <laughs> I think that's an issue there. Um, well, what team do you even see Ben Simmons potentially even getting traded to? Well, let me say this: the interesting thing is that he said he wanted to be in California. Mm. So that's only give you what three teams: Sacramento, Lakers, Lakers four teams, Clippers, yeah. Warriors. Right. So. You know he ain't that probably talking about Sacramento. Well, I mean, if he goes to Sacramento, he's just I'm saying know, collecting a check. I don't think he want. I don't think he's talking about Sacramento. So that leads the Warriors, the Clippers, and the Lakers. Could the, so I, I was, was it, I think I won't came. It might have been man, man down. I was listening to, but I was listening to something, and they were saying no, it wasn't. I was listening to. Uh, that's what I meant to do. The dad forgot. I was listening to. Um, what you call that thing on place? The oh God, dog. It. Anyway, I listen to something, <laughs> <laughs> and they was talking about you been smoking my weed. No, nigga, I just got a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> oh God, I don't new app. I don't. know I can't think of it. Everybody be on Clubhouse. I listen to Clubhouse. Uh-huh. There's a sports show on Clubhouse, and they was talking about yeah. Um, we should um was it the Warriors. Yeah, the Warriors should get Ben Simmons. I would trade uh Wiggins. And Draymond get him. I was like, for what? He can't. He has outside shots and all that. Great. Uh, he can't uh, hit a uh, free throw. So save lose, his life. <laughs> save his life. And then he, you know, he's easy taking out his game. So Ben Simmons can be an asset to certain certain teams, but at the same time, you can't give up your assets to get him. Can't give us something better, <laughs> you know, better to get him. So I don't and, see that. And, as, and as, as far as I saw, as far as mm-hmm. I saw so far, the, the 76ers want a nice return for him. Right. They, they want a hefty, hefty, they call it King's Ransom for him. Right. So who, who who's willing to get that up? To get, what? to get, okay, you're going to get some score. You're going to get some offense because, you know, he can drive. Uh, <laughs> Dax, I'm glad you left my team. <laughs> you're going to get some offense from him. You know what I'm saying? But all he can do is drive. You gonna drive mm-hmm. to the hole, get you some points, uh, and that's it. Nobody, you gonna get that, but then you lose. 
if you, you get into a, a close game, they go they go to hacker being. Mm-hmm. You know, you can get to him mentally. Then he do stuff like to take a layup pass, kick the ball out. Who wants that on their team? That's a lot. That becomes a liability now. So if he if he wants a California team, so like we said, the four teams: Kings, mm-hmm. Lakers, Clippers, Warriors. Right. The Warriors are are closer to a finals without him. So right. are the Lakers. Mm-hmm. So so are the Clippers. They're closer mm-hmm. to the finals without him. Right. You don't blow that up and give away anything on that team to go get right. him. You, you just don't. Right. And Dak said defense. You do get you do gain defense, but shoot. Uh you're gonna need that offense too. Especially yeah. to the playoffs, you know what I'm saying? And he becomes a liability with his free throw shooting. It's, I mean, his free throw shooting is a liability. I'm sorry. It's him being on the court. In crunch time in the fourth quarter is a mm-hmm. liability. It's a liability, man. Um, so who, I, I, will, I couldn't give up enough for him. I just couldn't. You, you know, honestly, deep down inside, I think I think the only thing that makes sense for Ben Simmons is to become a better player and stay in Philly, and him and Joel is going to have to work that shit out. Mm-hmm. He got to work on his his um his shortcomings. He's going to have to. Because yeah, I mean, it, I can't see. I mean, I can't see nobody put it this way. Only teams that can probably can afford and be willing to blow up their team or give up a lot are teams that he won't be a. Uh, they won't be in a contender, contender or anything. Which is so the Kings? That'd be the only. That'd be the only choice. Right. So why would you want to for Ben Simmons? Why would you want to go to Sacramento? Because you have to. First of all, you have to basically start over. You have to give up so many players. So then now you're building around Ben Simmons, so it's going to be a while to build. So are you that – you want to leave Philly that bad to kind of really start over? Which is crazy is because it's not like Philly can't contend for a, right. a final appearance in the East. I mean, they are close. They're right there. They're right there. So – and that's what I'm saying. I To me, that's that's the best answer is just go ahead and, and find a way to – Get cohesive with with him and Embiid. Obviously, it, to, for me, this is what works. And, and I know that Ben Simmons wants to drive. He wants to mm-hmm. get to the hole, but that that space is occupied by Joel Embiid. I get that, right, right. But you know, find maybe maybe Dot needs to get more creative with his his play calling. You know, yeah. make make certain certain times in the game. That you know, maybe when Embiid isn't on the on the floor in, in like first or second quarter, then let 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 Ben eat. Mm-hmm. You know, get him get because you he's the type of player you need his confidence up. Yes, definitely. So I I, I would say, me personally, if I was coaching the 76ers, hey, when we first come out the game, yes, both of y'all are on the floor. Let let Embiid set the tone for my team. Let Embiid. Uh, uh, set the, set the pace of how we're going to play this game. Let him eat majority of the first quarter. Sit him down, and then let me go ahead. And because he he's a he's a he's a point forward. Let's mm-hmm. let's call it what it is. He's he's a he's a, a seven foot point guard. Let him let let Ben kind of get in the flow of the game when I don't have Embiid mm-hmm. on the floor, but Embiid has already set the pace of what we're going to do. Right. Right. Then you can then then you can play that back and forth in crunch times. Let me let me get and be be the be the guy that you go to in the in the crutch. 
mm-hmm. in the clutch times, and 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 let uh, let Ben be a point. I don't, I don't, I don't need your offense at this time. Right. I just, you know? I like, I just want to make a suggestion. Yeah. I think with Ben Simmons, wherever he, um, wherever he goes, when he come out the tunnel, his thing saw his thing songs to be shook one. <laughs> that should be his theme song. <laughs> You're not a crook, Sean. You just a shook one. <laughs> <laughs> that should be his theme song because Atlanta had him shook. <laughs> that should be his theme song. Shook one. <laughs> uh, uh, one more quick uh, NBA hit. Uh, so Ray John Rondo, he goes back to the Lakers. Um, of course, mm-hmm. Dennis Schroeder is out. But uh, now Anthony Davis has chimed in and said, um, you know, uh, I didn't prefer Dennis Schroeder. He wasn't giving me the touches when I was in the post mm. with him as point guard. And, uh, you know, that, that says a lot. That says a lot. But, I mean, they never should get rid of Ronald anyway. We know we said that before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but uh, that, was, that was a dumb move on the Lakers. Yeah, very dumb move. Um, one more quick uh, 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 note of sports before we get up off the air. Um, man, the New York Mets are a damn mess, man. <laughs> yeah, so proper, too. <laughs> so, so if anybody had caught our show Monday, um, Sunday, some of the players for the Mets, you know, was getting a little perturbed by the, their own fans booing them. Mm-hmm. And so they pretend to, you know uh, – they uh, went and give their fans, their own fans, the thumbs down after they made a play. Right. Um, and so that was Sunday. Monday, they didn't play. Uh, they had a team meeting. Uh, uh, the president, uh, Cindy Alderson, wasn't happy with it. Fair mm-hmm. enough, as he mm-hmm. shouldn't be. Right. And and then, and so right after that meeting, those same players end up apologizing to the fans. Mm-hmm. Um, that game Tuesday, they continue was getting rained with booze as 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 they should have, right? Uh, and you know that game, Javi Baez ended up had, had the game winning hit, so those booze turned into cheers, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? <laughs> and, and I laugh at it because it's like they were so concerned about the booze, but it had you perform like you did to get the cheers, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have been an issue. Right. Um, but now the latest piece of drama with the New York Mets. So their acting general manager, Zach Scott, had got arrested for a DUI. <laughs> and he was coming from the owner's house. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> but this has literally been a year long of mess with them because they've had uh, they've had to relieve two or three. Um, um, staff men, staff men, members because of uh, alleged in improper actions towards women, mm-hmm. and so like literally from from like January to now, the Mets have just just been a whole damn mess. Right, just just a just drama everywhere. You're dealing with you know uh, uh, first they had to get rid of their coach because he. Uh, was was uh, being uh, inappropriate to women. They got rid mm-hmm. of a trainer um, and their GM. Right. So, and so now your acting GM is leaving the owner's house drunken in the skunk. <laughs> but they do, bro. That's what they do. You can't make this shit up, dog. <laughs> the mess organization, boy. They, you know, they out there trying to pimp women. 
I mean, the office, the whole organization. I mean, you see all the accusations accusations they had, man. It's it's it's, it's yeah. more than more than one. And yeah, it's, several it's players, several people. I mean, not just not yeah. players, but several people, several people. You know, women coming out, they doing this, and they doing that. You look, and then the players, they can't take some booze, man. You get booed. That's just part of the game to me. Again. You know, as long as they're not making it personal and stuff like that, they put they ain't not putting their hands on you. Throwing stuff what it at is. You. Yeah. you know, to keep it moving. Keep it pushing. Right. It, it, it's yeah, still, right, not right. It's still not in jail, right? <laughs> still not in jail. Still not in jail. So I, I and this goes to one of the points I made on on one of my uh late night uh sports shows. Uh, mm-hmm. when when you see athletes get in trouble it, to me it goes into the bigger picture because they see the same examples that come from people that are in charge of them right you see coaches you see general managers mm-hmm. and you even see owners cutting up see so, Robert Kraft at the massage probably getting in there <laughs> he, he was down there with D Watson bro <laughs> right he down there with D Watson Thomas uh I come for the rub and tug <laughs> 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 so it just speaks to the bigger picture that you know it it literally starts with how you 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 set up your your structure with leadership right if, that's if, a good point too go ahead if 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 you go to that point where mm-hmm. the leadership is on on shaky foundation the rest of the building is on shaky foundation it's not gonna matter it's, it's all shit mm-hmm is all shit. So it's that time, bro. Go ahead and wrap it on up. Yeah, it is that time. Uh, we appreciate everybody uh hopping in. Uh appreciate and, y'all. Yeah, uh conversating with us on the show, man. It's been all right. great, great show, great show today. Great show, man. Great show. Um again, going over to the website ww.ioftheone19 to get all mm-hmm. the information. Um, all right. of course, our Patreons are on there. If y'all, uh, you know, feel so kind to donate and help uh, myself and Mel offset some of these expenses to help mm-hmm. building a media conglomerate, we definitely appreciate it. Um, right. Definitely going over to our, our YouTube, help the algorithm, uh, like, share, and definitely subscribe. Spread right. the word. We are trying to build Spread something. The word. Spread the so, word. You know, we see a lot of hearts and, and thumbs up. So if you liked it and loved it that much, spread the word. Uh, most right. definitely. Um, then, of course, go to your respective apps and download the IOW network app on your respective app stores in the Google Play Store and the Apple Store. Um, All right. but, but look, God willing, uh, myself and Detroit Mail will be back Monday, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for another show. Um, IOW Sports Episode 83 is in the books. While Kamar signing off, Detroit Mail signing off. We'll see y'all later. Peace. Let, let it go, go let it go, you know. She's hearing all these stories about niggas going to jail, dying by.